0: Hey guys, it's Jennifer Westmoreland from I Speak Canine. In this podcast, we're going to talk about purebred dogs versus mixed breed dogs. The intent of this information is to help humans to find the kind of dog that will match their lifestyle and won't have to be rehomed. Most of my listeners know my background, but there's a few things that I'm not sure you're aware of that are prevalent in who I am and the success I've had in the world of canine behavior. For many years, I trained and showed horses with my family and other well-known equine facilities. Because of my love of competition, after having my children, I switched to showing dogs in hopes that maybe that might be a safer environment for them. Not that showing horses is unsafe, it's just I've always been worried about safety in all aspects of my life. Showing dogs elevated into training show dogs, training show dogs for other people, breeding for a better dog, going back to school to learn about genetics, and then later a degree in behavior. My original intent in all of that was just to learn. I just wanted to use the information that I got from my own breeding program. But in 2006, an unhappy 28-year marriage came to an end, accompanied by a foreclosure with two kids in college and a recession. So I found myself with a uniform that read Pet Trainer, working for $9 an hour, putting bricks in the back of my toilet to save on my water bill. Hard times. I had always trained purebred show dogs. Suddenly, I was surrounded with mixed breed dogs in the largest corporate pet store in the world. The people on the other end of the leash didn't have a clue. The dogs had so many sets of instincts and the people seemed to have none. It was like, it was like total chaos. Not to mention the fact that we were in a store with so many different smells that that alone was enough to drive a dog crazy. At first, I was in amazement. The things that these people were asking me were, well, they were ridiculous. The dogs were pulling them and mouthing them, lunging at other dogs, and the owners were petting them the whole time, acting like nothing was happening. It wasn't anything I was used to. The curriculum for the class that I was supposed to teach was total positive enforcement with no corrections. Just keep feeding them treats and pet them until they do it. It wasn't long until I figured out that this world-renowned corporate chain was influenced by by humans whose main goal was just to sell dog food. And the fee for the training class was was an added extra for the company. They didn't care if it worked. The client turnover was so great in that store that if they if they sell a class six percent of the people to six percent of the people who walked in the door, they'd be able to give managers an incentive bonus quarterly. Needless to say that, that made no sense to me. I'd never worked for anyone in my life. I'd always worked for myself, so I didn't really understand policies and procedures. I just understood training dogs and I just assumed that they wanted to do it the correct way. So I did it my way, and their 6% went to 97% in my store alone, second to only one store in the United States, which was a store in California that had seven trainers. I then took the position of area trainer and trained the trainers for 17 stores. I wondered why they let me do whatever I wanted to do when the other people in the store didn't get to do that. They never even suggested that I go back to their curriculum. Come to find out, I I had unknowingly put that store on the map. In that short but long five years, I learned more than any other time in my dog training career. Mixed breed dogs with numerous sets of instincts. Sometimes they worked together and sometimes they didn't. People who knew nothing training dogs who knew nothing. Every day I would think about what my dad told me when I told him that I wasn't gonna share horses with them anymore, he said, You know, Jenny, there are a lot of people who own dogs, a lot more people who own dogs than people who own horses. And I know that you don't like stupid. When a person says something to you about a dog that you think is stupid, you're gonna have to watch that mouth of yours. You're gonna need to look into the eyes of the dog and imagine it saying, help me. I've been adopted by someone who doesn't know anything and you're my only hope. At that point, I decided to put everything I had into that job. If I was going to make a difference, this was where you could do it. A job that had the potential to reach more dogs than anywhere else in the world. I believed that. I believe that job changed my life, I really do. My future, as well as into thousands of dogs and their humans that came to me for training while I was there. I would take nothing for those five years. In the next episodes, I'm going to happily share what I took away from those years. Please don't confuse my experience with bias. This is intended to clear up what's really going on with dogs and humans. It's intended to help, be it right or wrong. In episode one, we're going to learn the true facts about purebred dogs versus mixed breed dogs. Neither's right or wrong, but for the dog's sake, let's make sure that we understand what we're bringing home.